Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to All Stats, Aren't We? A podcast in which Leeds fans cast their combined eye over goings on at Ellen Road, giving scrutiny to the underlying statistics and tactical footings at work at Leeds United. I'm Tom Oldson and I'm joined by so many people today that I'm not going to give them all an individual introduction. So I'll start by saying hello to Dan. How are you? I'm not bad, Tom Oldson. How are you, mate? I'm very good, thank you. I'm a lot nice to see you taking Jacob's lead from last week and asking me how I am. That's made me feel very nice, thank you. Good. Um, Martin Riley, how are you? I am very good. I've just had a nice a yummy burger with peri-peri sauce on, so I am good. How about yourself? What did, what did I have to see? I, I had like a shepherd's pie sort of thing. So, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Wasn't, but yeah, it's not, it's not as good as some of my recent ones. So, yeah, not, not a best for a pre-podcast meal. Um, Adam Elliott, how are you? What have you been for tea? Uh, I'm all right. Um, I had a quick and easy pasta for tea. Not as quick and easy as Martin's mum, but uh, still quick and easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, come on, Adam! Like it's like it's a family show. <laughs> Sorry, I needed to. I, I needed to get that in there. Um, no, yeah, I'm all right. It was. It was nice. It was it, maybe not as nice as uh, Martin's mum, but it was nice. For anyone who's wondering who who isn't in Discord, it isn't in joke. And if he's in Discord, you just had to really be there. But yes, <laughs> yeah. e- even without context, it's bad. But it's like with context, it's it's worse. But like not in the way that it sounds like it's worse. So we're just going to leave it there. I think. I think so. I'm glad we're leaving that in. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so we'll come to the news swiftly after that bombshell. Um, so the first piece of news this week is that the takeover has finally gone through. Uh, does anyone have any f- thoughts on this? Well, it's good that it's happened and we've got that out of the way and hopefully we can start seeing movement on the many, many other things that need sorting out. I think most of us will now at this point be glad to see the back of Rads. Um, <laughs> didn't really make it that, like, made, made it easy for us to say bye without any mixed feelings really with the way he left. So yes. I was going to say, I was, um, I'm kind of looking forward to someone from the club coming out and speaking about the plans really because we've, we've just had like a, a one paragraph no, haven't we? The takeover's happened, subject to whatever it was, I, I presume some legal paperwork or something. And there's no one's come out and said, right, okay, here are our plans and you know, this is this is what's what's happening next. So I guess that's that's the next big thing, isn't it? And then obviously manager after that. 
Yeah, there's a few tweets come out from like the people that were involved saying, no, oh, I'm so happy to be here. But yeah, we've not heard yeah. anything concrete from the new ownership group. So I agree that'd be nice. Um, yeah, and it's impossible to start judging them yet. We need to see what's going to happen next. I think a lot of people are getting a bit carried away with whether this is going to be the right move or a good thing or not. Like, it seems like it should be an upgrade on Rads, but we don't know that. We don't know that until we see them actually start making moves in the market and doing things behind the scenes. So we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, don't think we'll know for a couple of years on that one, really. Will we, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that the new ownership do need to sort out is a manager. So uh, there's been three names that have come to the forefront this week, I think, over the others that were mentioned. So there's uh, Daniel Fark, ex-Norwich manager, uh, Brendan Rogers, who is ex Leicester manager, and Carlos Corbran, who is currently at West Brom and ex Leeds coach. Uh, they all, there's a couple of other names that have kind of still popping around. So Scott Parker, but I think that's kind of fallen off a, a bit from the other three. And then Steven Gerrard, who uh, has been, is in Saudi this week, I think, to perhaps agree a deal with one of their clubs for some ridiculous amount of money, probably. Uh, so yeah, those those three managers. Uh, anybody got a thought on any of those three managers? Anyone that they definitely prefer over the others? Well, talking about all three of them as a whole, I, I wouldn't be against any of them, really. They're, they're all relatively positive names who I think can play good football if given the right resources, and we should have a pretty strong team, um, hopefully. So if, I think they all should be competent enough to get the job done, hopefully. Um, I will do want to watch some more of Farker's teams before I make too much adjustment on him, personally. Yeah, similar similar to Martin. I'd probably prefer Rodgers and Fark over Colbrand. Just and it's just more of not because I don't think Colbrand's as good as a coach as those guys. More just a style thing. I think Colbrand's teams have tended to be a bit more stodgy, a bit more defensive, or his Huddersfield team certainly were. West Brom team a little bit that way. So that's I mean, that's just a style preference. But I'd still be happy enough for Colbrand. So that's it, really. I'd I'd be fairly happy with all three yeah. as well. But I actually think Colbrand's my favourite because I think his football in the Premier League has probably got the highest ceiling, just in terms of. Like I look at Brentford and I think mm. that it could be something more akin to that. Yeah. Um, whereas Rodgers and Fark, I have more doubts about how that would translate into the Premier League. And I know Rodgers has managed at a high level, but I think with his football, you might need quite a lot of new faces if we get promoted. And I'm a little bit worried about that. But I do think all three of them have got the right credentials to get you out of the championship. I don't particularly love any of the names, but they're all good to solid names. So it's fine with me if we get any of those three. Good point. Yeah, fair enough. And Corbran knows the club, which is obviously a massive positive for managers um, <laughs> that we've seen elsewhere. He'll definitely he'll definitely play Bielsa ball, so I'm not sure what Dan was talking about, his football being stodgy. He must sh- yeah, surely no, play right. the most attractive Bielsa ball copy you've ever seen. Yeah. Sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would um, I'd be fine for any of those three. I think they've all got positives and negatives, and there isn't one that massively makes me more positive than the others. So, yeah. One of those three, if that we can get that done, I think that would be not too bad. Lovely stuff. So uh, we will move on to the the main topic of our pod today. So we're going to play a game which I have imaginatively called Keep, Sell, Loan, Release, because we're going to go through every player in the um, lead squad at first team level and youth team level, uh, do them by position, and I'm going to ask each of the guys what they would do with that player or what they what they predict would happen with that player this summer. So, yeah, we're going to predict as best we can because if we did our opinions, we'd obviously all just keep Nonto and all our other really good players, the ones that are potentially going to leave us now that we're in the championship. Yeah, and just I'm going to ask the guys their reasoning behind their decisions uh, where we disagree. 
So I'm going to start on the goalkeepers first. So we currently have three goalkeepers at the club. So we have uh, Melier, uh, Robles and Christ- uh, Christoph Klaassen. So uh, Dan, come to you first on this one. Um well, all the noise around Melier seems to be about him leaving and selling, and there's obviously been a story that's that's rattled quite a lot of the fan base for some weird reason this this last few days. So I'm reasonably sure he's going. It just it just feels like it, doesn't it? Um, today, obviously, we've heard Robles has been released with the option to come back and train with the club, and I guess almost like a trial for him. And then then we've got Clarsen now. Initially, I had Clarsen as a as a as a sell just because I think it hasn't gone very well for him, but. With Robles potentially leaving and Melier leaving, I wonder if the club will keep him. That's my thinking. Just for a body. Martin? Uh, yeah, the same as what Dan said, really, there. Melier seems like he's, he's out of there, so sell him. And Robles may stick around, depending on what happens with the new manager, if they want to keep him around. I'd imagine that's the thinking behind letting them play and uh, keep training and taking part in preseason. And... Class and I, I would keep just to have an, an extra body around. And Adam, um, personally, I would loan Klaassen out because I think Van den Hoyvel is more than serviceable as a third choice, and I don't think you need to have someone higher than that. Unless people are arguing Klaassen should be second choice next season, there's a world to argue that. I would probably just loan him. I, I agree with everyone else about Melier. It seems like the right time to cash in, make a bit of money, and I'm a bit unsure about Robles because. I think if he's a number two, I'm I'm more than happy with it. Whereas if he's a number one, I'm I'm more on the fence. And I think we could probably just do with signing two goalkeepers this summer. Really, a number one and a number two, and having um, Vanden Heuvel as the third choice. That's kind of where my head's at. Yeah, I'm very much on the same page with this one as well. So I would sell Melier. Uh, well, I, I think Melier will be sold. Um, Robles, I, I think if I think potentially we might try and keep him um, just to have an experienced keeper in there. But I think he might. I imagine he'll probably have offers to go elsewhere as well but I think as a number two I'd, I would keep him in but I, I, I would, if I had to predict I'd say he leaves but if he stayed I'd be quite happy as a number two and then Klaassen uh, similar to you Dan I just had as a keep um, just for bodies in the in in the club really in that position yeah yeah. so um, anything else on goalkeepers guys or should we move on to fullbacks fullbacks then so five five fullbacks at the club or around the club at the moment so we've got Luke Ayling Rasmus Christensen, uh, Stuart Dallas, who I have put as a fullback. So um, if you have a problem with that, then you can just piss off. And um, <laughs> Cody Drame and Junior Furpo. So I'll come to you first this time, Martin. Um, Ailing, I think they'll keep Brown's squad. I don't, I'm not sure if he'd have too many offers, but he's only got one year left his contract. It seems like it's made this his final year. So yeah, keep him. Christensen. I was on the fence with Christensen whether he'd get too many offers, but I ended up going with that we'll probably end up keeping him. Um, although I probably would prefer to sell him. And Dallas, we won't get any offers for him because of his quite bad injury problems and who knows what sort of fitness level is at. So I think we'll end up just keeping him around too. Grame, I think this was another one which I undenied over and I fell down on just keep but it could go a number of different ways depending on if he wants to continue what the new coach is and how he sells his vision for what Grammy's going to be involvement's going to be like because I think he only stays if he gets the promise of a good amount of football because he's come to expect that he's shown they can handle the championship as a league and I think that if he is given those guarantees we should be able to keep hold of him and then we can use Ailing 
as backup, as well as Christensen. Aileen can also be backup for right centre back as well. So yeah, it's that. And then finally, Firpo, I think will probably be sold for a quite minimal fee to um, La Liga club of some description. Adam, your thoughts on this one? I think where I have the most issue is that um, most of us want to keep Christensen, and I'm personally, I, I think it's potentially likely he might stay. And this is where I've I've said sell, but it's probably more my head ruling, no, my heart ruling my head, sorry. I think he's probably going to stay, but I, th- I would try and sell him if possible because I just don't think there's any point of having him ailing and Dramay at the club all able to play right. But even Dallas, if he does come back to any kind of like decent fitness as well, I just think that's too many options. Um, so personally, even though Ailing and Christensen could both play right back and centre back, I would probably keep Ailing more out for his like leadership and the fact he's been around the club for a lot longer. Get rid of Christensen. Dallas is going to be staying no matter what, and I'd make Dramay the first choice right back um, at the club. I think he has to be now. He's had two really good championship loans, and I know that he's played a lot at right wing back for those two clubs, Cardiff and Luton. But I still think there's a really good place for him in the team. Um, and if you keep Christensen, I just think you're, you're too overstocked there. I think he's someone you can make a bit of money back on and maybe the club will be tempted if an offer comes in. Even though I think the noises have been that he's been all right staying. I think that was said a few weeks ago. Um, and then the last one, I guess, is Junior Furpo, who I would absolutely sell for whatever money. I think that Real Betis have already been linked. He's obviously played them before. Um, and I'm sure, like Martin said, he probably ends up in the league or somewhere. Um, and yeah, we're probably going to need at least one left back. I know there's a couple of centre backs that can play at left back, like um, Berber, Strauch, Kjelda. So maybe we only need one, um, and we can probably make do with a couple of the right backs we've already got because we've just got so many of them now that are, that are more than serviceable, more than good enough to play in the championship. And finally, you, Dan. Yeah, I'm basically agreeing with um, Adam. I've got obviously Furpo to be sold. There's a lot of noise around him going to Betis and or somewhere in La Liga. So that's that's true. Um, I would sell Christiansen Alien, but I just don't see it happening. Um, I'm not sure there's a, there's a market for those players at the moment, and I'm really hopeful that Drame, uh, we keep Drame making the first choice. So there's a bit of just you know a bit of um, may and want in there, but I do think we'll keep him. I think it's probably time for him to to. To, to stay to take a claim at Leeds and make, make that position his so yeah I'm, I'm fairly hopeful for Drammy and, and I think Firpo goes yeah so um, I agreed on Ailing with the rest of you and Christensen I had a keep as well because I had uh, Drammy as a sell because I just think he's been messed about too much in the last few years I think he could go I think, I think there's noise that Luton might want him back so I think I, Burnley as well yeah so there's there's clubs in the Premier League interested for him there where he might he might be the starting player so I think he, he might just be like, yeah, why not? Why should I stay? And potentially be back up to Ailing and Christensen again. So if I had to guess, I think he would sell. I would obviously try and keep him if we could, but I think he, I think he will be sold. Dallas is going to stay because no one's going to take him on. He's got, I think he's got a year left on his contract. Um, and then I think, yeah, Firpo is going to Betis. So I think we've... Is there anything anyone else wants to say on Cody Dramic? Because we've got probably a few different opinions around there. I think you, you've kind of said what you thought yeah. there, Martin. But yeah, go on, Adam. Um, there is something else, actually. There was a, a story that I put out the other day for, for work that was basically that um, his situation is now that he is open to staying, he's open-minded, but it's more of a case of like he is also open to leaving and the clubs involved, which are mainly Burnley, Luton and Leeds, all want it done early. That's what I was told. So they want to know where they stand for the rest of the window so they can sort out a replacement or another option or another target if they needed to. So at the moment, it just sounds like it's going to be sorted pretty quickly and we should know soon. And if he is set to stay, then I think we need to make him first choice. Like I'm sure Ailing is great as a 
a cover player there to play right back or centre back this season. But I think his minutes need to be a lot more reduced. And I think Drama just needs to be playing the bulk of minutes and, and we need to just assure him of that. And I guess it depends on who the coach is as well. So if we saw that soon, they can sit him down and say, you know what, mate, you're going to be first choice. Then great, because I think he needs to be. With um, you saying about Christensen, you would personally sell Christensen, Adam. Do you think yeah, that's likely? Yeah, I- I think it's 50-50. I think, like I said, the early noises were that he was probably going to be keen to stick around. He was fine to do so. But I, I think it depends on like game time for him as well. I know he's played a little bit of centre-back at the back end of this season and maybe there might be a role for him there, but I'm not particularly keen on that. And I just think there's just too many options. And if, I think if you're right in what you're saying to Holdo and you say Aileen Christensen say, then maybe that is the case yeah. and then Drame leaves. But I just don't think there's a space for all three of these guys. And I think Ailing is the only one that I'm absolutely... Like certain of staying, so it's probably between the other two for who keeps, who stays, and who goes. Yeah, I think I'd agree on that. Um, perhaps we might come back to Aileen Christensen when when we do the centre backs because there might be some discussion there. Depend on who's yeah. got cover up, like right centre back, for example. Um, anything else anybody wants to say on full backs? Or should we move on to the centre backs? Yep, good stuff. Uh, centre backs then. So the senior centre backs first. We've got uh, Robin Cock. We've got uh, Werber. We've got Strauch got Cooper and we have Diego Lorente still. I'm sure everyone's <laughs> excited to hear. Uh, who hasn't gone first on this one? Adam, have you not gone first yet? No, I've not. Um, I, yeah, I've said that I think we'll sell Cock. It sounds like he will. He's in the last year of his contract. He's German international. There's no reason why he wants to stick around. Um, similar for Llorente. I, I think the, the noises are that Roma are still keen to take him. They just want to renegotiate the price. I think they think it's a bit too high. I think it was around the 18 million euro mark and I think they want him for a bit less than that. Don't blame them. Um, <laughs> I imagine, I think we were all in agreement on Liam Cooper and we probably don't need to give much uh, talk to this, but um, he's probably going to stay. Whether he plays a lot remains to be seen, but I think he'll he'll be around at least. He's also in the last year of his contract. And then I've kind of paired Verber and Strout together because I basically think there's a space for one of them, but not both, especially when you've got Cooper, who's a left-foot centre-back, and Hjelda, who's a left-foot centre-back. I don't think you can keep both Verber and Strauch and keep them happy, so I think one you have to cash in on, and I'm not really sure. I think it's probably more likely to be Strauch and Verber stays, but I'm not 100% on that. Um, I think there is a player there in Strauch. I think he's probably got a higher ceiling out of all of these players, but he's clearly lost his confidence a lot, and if a club is keen to buy him because of his form probably prior to Christmas and, and last season, then fair enough because I think that they could have a little gem there, um, a little bargain to be had. But I, I, I'm still not decided. I think I'd rather keep Strauch out of him and Verba, but only slightly. And I think it's fine if Verba stays and Strauch goes and it's probably the more likely thing to happen anyway. Uh, Martin, I'll come to you next then. Uh, yeah, uh, Cock, I think, will probably be sold and that will be for some actual money and not this nonsensical release clause for nothing because he's forbidden from playing in the championship wherever that came from <laughs> um yeah so Full believing in that online yeah man. oh man i mean he's, he's easily worth 15 million uh, around in my opinion at least 10 million we're not gonna let him go for nothing no matter what apparent clauses run there um verber and strauch like adam says they kind of kind of go together um I've, I've put keep for both of them but I could see see one where one of them goes and one of them stays. I don't think we'll sell both of them. One of them will, again, it's pretty much what Adam says, that we will end up keeping one of them. And I th- I'm kind of wanting a Strauch redemption season. Mm-hmm. So if Werber if we're was to go and Strauch stay, I would be happy with that. I think he is still a centre-back who can easily boss the championship. 
and if we get a new manager in who can make him believe in, in himself again, then that's that, that'd be good, that'd be great for me. Um, Cooper, I think he'll probably probably stay because um, he's knocking on now last year his contracts. I think he'll probably end up going to maybe old firm or something like that after, when his contract runs out. Oh, he might go to all. Right. Yeah, it could it could go to all. <laughs> Indeed, it could go to all. <laughs> and finally, Lavante. Um, thankfully, I put I've put sell, and I'll be pretty glad to see him go. Let Jose Mourinho have him if he loves him so much. Uh, finally, Dan. Um, I'm pretty much in agreement with Martin and Adam here. So yeah, I've got Coxell. I've got Wobber and Strike keep keep at the moment, just simply because I've heard no stories. I don't think about either of them going, and I'm not sure if there's a market for either of those players yet. So it might well be that we keep hold of them just simply because there are no offers and we make money elsewhere. But yeah, it would not be a massive shock to see Strike go at some point in the market. You know, in the in the window if someone comes in for him, and I would you know. I'd be happy for him to go and resurrect his career. I'd, I'd follow it and hope he does resurrect it. Because I mean, there's a player there, but obviously he's just had a stinker of a season. So yeah, I'm just and 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 Cooper stays to see his contract out, and Lorente goes for I don't know, ten, twelve million or something or whatever. We can get out of Roma. Is my feeling? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm agreement on most of that. So yeah, Cox sell Cooper. Uh, we keep Lorente. We sell. I was on the we keep Werber and sell Stroke. That was my prediction. Um, I, I do agree with, I don't know who said it, but I, I would probably keep Stroke and sell Werber, but I think it's more likely that we, I don't think there'll be a massive market there for Werber, but I think I can see a club taking a chance on Stroke to sort of get his confidence back, build his career up elsewhere, somewhere away from Leeds, and it might be good for the player as well. Uh, but I think it was just kind of those two players that we had a bit of discussion, uh, a bit of a sort of differing opinions on, wasn't it really? Because the other three I think we were, we were all agreed on. The uh, three youth centre-backs that we've currently got on the books, so there's Hielda, there's Creswell, and there's Montiero. Is that how you say it? I said Montero. Montero, I think. Montero. 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 Yep, Montero. It's it's around that. Diego Mont something. <laughs> uh, apologies for butchering your name. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, do you want to give us your what your predictions are for these three? Yeah, I, I, well, I've I've got them all staying around. Uh, I mean, I think Held and Cresswell become first team squad guys. They're around the first team; they'll get some minutes. Um, I hope neither are real first choice, but I hope they get a good amount of minutes this year in the first team. And I've got Montero as a keep. Um, the main reason for that, and, and I think, is that he looked to be forming towards the end of last season. Quite a good partnership with Mullen in the twenty ones. I went to the twenty ones final against Forest, and they looked really good as a pair. Pretty solid as a pair. And that team's stepping up a level, isn't it, to the Premier League 2 Division 1. So, you know, with the big boys in academy football. So I wonder if they'll try and keep that strong partnership together to give that team a chance of of um, sort of um, solidifying itself in that top division. So my feeling is that he stays around, even though he's probably a little bit too good for under-21s football. But I think the club might just try and keep him for that reason. That's my logic anyway. Yeah, but I was, um, I was agreed on Hjelda and Creswell. I actually had them... Cause I did one of those things, you know, where you like put you eleven, then your subs below it. Mm. I had Hielder was like the backup left back, which I'd, I think I'd rather see him as a centre back. But I've had him they'll sign a left back, get a back him as the backup, and then Creswell I had as the backup right centre back. I had the same, which is yeah, why, yeah. Yeah. yeah, which is why I had Alien Christensen staying and then Drama as a uh, Drama going. Um, Montero, I put as a loan, but I I don't really know enough about this, so I'm going to default to you on this one, Dan. I think yeah. if you. What you know more about this than me, um, Martin? Your thoughts on these three? Hilde, I think he will he will say 
Um, he's a player who can play left back, and I think that's where he played at Rotherham. So that will be good experience, and it's good to have someone who's capable of playing left back. So I think he will stay. And I had originally said keep for Cresswell and loan for Montero, but I've actually just kind of changed my mind mid pod. So I'm, I'm going to change my mind um, and switch that around. So to loan Creswell and keep Montero. Um, my thinking for that is that I feel that Montero is more of a ball playing defender. And I think we're more, more likely to go to a, a, a tactic which will want us to keep hold of the ball. And I'm not sure if Cresswell is really at that sort of level for a, a team who's looking to keep hold of the ball a lot. And I think maybe he could do with some more time. Who knows? He could develop into that. But I think learning him out, get, get him some more t- true championship minutes. He's a bit older than Montero as well. So he might be ready to keep playing more minutes. And I can't see us being able to offer him those minutes because he's just going to be a backup. He's not going to get very many minutes because we'll want, we'll be, if, if we do sell Cock, we'll probably be buying a new right-sided centre-back, I would imagine. So he's not going to get a lot of time. And Montero will be good to keep around for the 21s and as, as a backup. And he's also played some first-team minutes, albeit in the Swiss League. And I have watched him a little bit over there, and he does, he does seem like a good player. So I'd be happy for him to be to be a backup, to be honest. That was very convincing, Martin. I actually did like that. Um, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, Adam, your thoughts on these three? I would keep Cresswell as the sort of main backup right centre-back. He's still going to get a decent amount of minutes there, hopefully. Um, I echo what you've all said about Hjelda. He's played at left wing-back, left-back and left centre-back this season across Leeds and Rotherham, and I think that's really important to have. And if we're selling Pascal Strauch, I think I can stomach it more if we've got Hjelda and we put our eggs in that basket a little bit and, and give him some game time next season. Um, I've said loan Montero, but I'm fairly easy for him to be considered a player that could stay for the 21. So as Dan says, I think it, it wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing for a year for him to just develop there for one more season. And maybe in a year's time, we can have a rethink about whether we're going to loan him or keep him and play him a bit more. Um, and just as a general overview of the defence, I think what I've basically got it down as is Ailing and Drame being our main right-backs. A new left-back coming in and Schelder and Verber can also cover them. Um, at left centre-back, you've then got Verber, Cooper and Hjelda so you don't really need to have anything there so you probably just need a starting right centre back and a left back for the defence if you do what I've kind of gone with um, so that's kind of where I'm at and I think a player like Hjelda for example is, is particularly useful same with Ailing, probably just as a cover player because I think they can play a few roles and, and I think that's going to be pretty good for a, a big slogging championship season where you might get a few injuries and, and I'd be more than happy to see people like Cresswell and Hjelda get some minutes next season maybe not all the time as regulars but at least some decent game time whether that's from the bench or due to an injury or whatever that might be yeah I was I was in agreement on the, um, the way I'd set the squad out I had a new right centre back coming in and a new left back coming in I don't know if uh, Dan or Martin if you had anything different to that absolutely not that's exactly what I've got on mine yep. yeah it's just I think we've all got a slightly different like iteration of that with uh, the drama or Christensen being kept or sold or whatever as well I yeah think. Yeah, it was probably just like the starting left centre-back and the starting right-back that we kind of did yeah. on, wasn't it? But apart from that, mostly in agreement. I mean, I would sell one of uh, <laughs> um, Ailing or Christensen. It's just I just don't think there's a market for either of them. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Yep, definitely agreed on that. Yeah, I mean, that's that's our headspace as well, that um, if five of them could be sold, then yeah, that's fine. Sell one and give Drame all the minutes. Um, but I don't think it's likely. Yep. 
Yeah, definitely agree with that. Nice one. Shall we move on to the midfield then? Cool. So um, do the central midfielders first. So the three senior <laughs> uh, central midfielders, well, two now, I don't know. So there's Tyler Adams, there's Mark Rocker, and there is Adam Forshaw, potentially. Dan, what are your thoughts on these three? So my, I mean, Rocker's going on loan, isn't he, to Betis? And I think, and it, yeah, and it looks like a loan with a view to buying a year, not a loan with a view to getting him back if we go up. Am I reading that right? Yeah. So I think he's gone. So we can consider him gone, I think. For sure, we know he's been released today, but may come back to train. So I guess that depends on the coach. So that leaves Adams. Now, there's been loads of talk that there's a lot of interest in Adams, hasn't there? Um, from various different clubs in the Premier League. And, and there's a good chance to get good money for him. The only thing is, um, hearing stories that his injury hasn't healed as well as um, hoped and the surgery hadn't gone quite as well. So he might miss the start of pre-season. These are just rumours, you know, so let's wait to see if that's confirmed down the line. So I've got a sneaking feeling that that might scupper a deal for Adam. So I wonder if he stays. So I've got him as a sell, but with a big question mark next to him. And it wouldn't be a massive shock if he stayed because of the injury. So that's my view. I know what Dan's saying. I've heard the same, but I think I still think he'll be sold. There's a lot of interest in him. And I know that the club have made noises as in Phil's piece that he did a about a week, a week and a half ago now, he sort of said the club wants to keep him, but it does sound like there's just too many people involved in this, like Newcastle, Villa, Forest, just to name three that I can think of that have been linked with him in the last week. Um, Rock, I would absolutely love to say we could loan him out and he could come back next season, but the likelihood is that it sounds like he's going on loan to Betis with an option for them to buy him if he if he performs well. And I really want Forshaw to get a one-year deal. Um I've kind of ummed and ahed about that for a while, but it was more when we were a Premier League team that I wasn't sure. And I think I've kind of come to the conclusion that if we had stayed up, I would have maybe been okay for him to move on and to have signed a sort of younger, fitter uh, squad player in his position. But in the Championship, I have no issues with him staying. And I, I hope that the the noises coming out of um, Tim Thornton today, as we record, have been saying basically that even though he's been released, he's going to come back to train and also... Um, it's because the club are actually in negotiations with him over a new contract. And I think they're probably just negotiating down his wage or something like that and, and seeing what might happen. And I'm hoping that's the case because I, I really wouldn't mind him staying and especially to sort of like help aid some of the younger guys that I really want to be involved next season. I'm sure we'll come on to those. Um, but essentially, we're going to need a brand new midfield in my view. I think um, even if we keep Force, we're probably going to need two starting midfielders as, as an absolute minimum. You might still want one more senior one on top of that as well. Adam's... Uh, probably sell. Um, I, can't, I can't even with the injury. Um, I'm leaning towards say what Adam said that there's well too much discussion about clubs wanting him that he won't be sold. Um, it'll probably just mean that we take a bit of a bath and we won't get as much maybe. Um, but yeah, he's gonna want. He's gonna be wanting to go as well. I'd imagine. So yeah, I think he will be sold. Uh, Rocker, like we said, he's already gone. And I don't think he will return, even though I would like him to, because a year playing in Spain would do him some good. And with a more possession-oriented coach, he could really, he could really shine in the Premier League. Um, but I don't think we're going to see that, at least not for us anyway. And I am I'm hoping that Falshaw does end up getting a new contract and we haven't just released him to, to the wild because he, he needs to be part of this for one more year. And to not have any senior um, experienced midfielders who have been with us for a while I obviously we've got the experienced guys in defence but we don't really have anyone in midfield who's going to be sticking around who's been with the club for a while so I think it's just a good, good person to have around and 
he wouldn't have wanted to play too too many minutes. We can't really rely on him because of his fitness. But if he was to agree to a lesser wage, just stick around for one more year, then who knows? That could, could be very good for the team. Yep, I would uh, definitely agree on for sure. I think, yeah, if he can reduce his wages, I think he'd just be to have someone to have, be like good to have around the, the squad if you can get a, 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 some decent minutes out of him if he stays fit. Because I was, I was kind of under the impression when I first sort of worked this out that maybe like he blocks one of the younger central midfielders. But I think with his lack of fitness and the number of games in the championship, that probably doesn't happen. I, I think I'd rather have him here than, than block someone. Uh, Rocker, yeah, we talked about him. And Adams, yeah, I think you can sell him, replace him for the same, a similar sort of output for a, for a, uh, for not too much money and get, hopefully, well, probably less money now if the injury stuff happens to be true. But I think still sell him nonetheless. I don't think he's the sort of player you build a squad around, as has been mentioned. Um, so we've got quite a lot of youth central midfield players in and around the squad, like players that can play in that position. So I might go through these one at a time just for a change, just because I think there's quite a few things we need to talk about on this one. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So the first one that I've got written down is Sam Greenwood. Um, Martin, I'll come to you first. Yeah, I think we'll probably end up keeping Greenwood. Um, I, w- I would probably prefer him to be loaned, but he seems to be the highest um, on the packing order, at least for the players who are on the youth, youth side. And I think we'll probably end up keeping him, hopefully to not play him in central midfield, because that is not his position. Um, yeah, I think I, I, w- I wouldn't like to keep him necessarily. I don't really see too much what he offers, but who knows? And a new coach could bring more out of him, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to say keep for now. Greenwood, I've got keep. Just it's more that um, there doesn't seem to be any noise around him going. He doesn't seem to be dissatisfied. Is that a reason I'm out of minutes in the Premier League? I, so I can't see him kicking up a stink and wanting to go. He might fancy his chances of getting more minutes in the champ. So yeah, I mean, I, personally, I would I'd, I'd look to move him on, but I just I'm not sure I see it. Adam, I, I just think there is a small chance he might get loaned here, just with the amount of players that can play in those roles. I think it is also dependent on formation. Um, but if we play like a two-man pivot at the base of midfield, I don't think he can play those roles particularly well. I know he has done a little bit, but it's not really his game. And I think it'll be better for him in the championship. I still don't want to see it. Um, so that kind of only really leaves like an attacking midfield spot for him. And with me wanting to sign another attacking midfielder and with other players at the club 
I won't skip too far ahead, but the players like Gelhart and Perkins and Aronson that can still play that role, it just feels like there's a lot of competition for a spots that he might want to occupy. Um, maybe the club will see it differently because they'll see it as a, a player that can play a few different central midfield roles. But I just, I, I wouldn't mind him being loaned, whether that was to another championship team, maybe lower down the table, or even a, like a more high-end League One team and just giving him a full season of game time. Yeah, I would kind of agree with you on this one, Adam. I, th- I think this is probably the one where I've gone more on what I want to happen more than what I think will happen. Me a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. Like, I, I, but to be honest, it was the one I probably found one of the most difficult to try and work out what the hell's going to happen with him. Yeah. Um, I get the impression maybe that they might loan him and then perhaps with a view to maybe selling him. That if I, that would because I think yeah, there's other uh, young central midfielders that I'd rather have those minutes, and I'm hoping that the club see it the same way. The next one then, so what? speaking of one of those central midfielders, is uh, JB. So, Dan, I'll come to you first. Yeah, yeah, I, I love JB. I think he's a fantastic player. My my hot take is that by the end of the season, he's, if not first 11, certainly first team rotation is a senior player. We don't think of him as a young player anymore. I think he's that good. I think he'll break through and, and, and make, a, make a place in the, in the first the first 15, 16 at least, that kind of, that kind of park. Um I think he's really versatile. He's got lots to his game. I've seen him play as a single pivot in a midfield three. Um, for the 21s, I've seen him play in a double pivot. I've seen him play like kind of more of an attack, box-to-box type midfield player. I just think he's got a really, really broad skill set. And, um, mm-hmm. and and he's a big, strong, physical boy. He can, he can carry the ball. He can, he can turn out of pressure. Really, really quite good defensively. Um, occasionally has the odd sort of lapse, lapse in concentration, but that's to be expected with young players. But I just, just love the kid. And I think um, I really hope the the club makes strong plans for him to be first team a first team player this season yeah basically it's the same thing like I think his technical ceiling is so good and he's already gone good physically as well and I think there's a role for him in rotation straight away whether he becomes a regular starter or not remains to be seen but I definitely think he needs to be playing and that's why I'm fine with Forshaw staying around because he's probably going to be injured quite a lot of the time but when he's not he's a good mentor and when he is injured then that's the kind of role that Jaiby could play, and I, I, I agree with Dan. He's like he's so versatile in terms of his like profile and skill set that I think he can play quite a different position, a few positions in that midfield, and that includes in door pivot or further forward. And I, I just think he has to be a keep really. Um, on the only world where maybe he leaves is if we keep two of the other good young midfielders we've got, and I, I'll get on to that yeah. in a minute. I mean, on JB, I saw England, one of his England games this summer at the World Cup, the was it 19th World Cup, and they paired him with Scott from Bristol City. He was probably one of the best attacking central midfielders in the mm-hmm. championship. And honestly, JB was the better player of the two. And I wouldn't be sh- I think that's his level. I think he's really good. <laughs> Genuinely, that's my hot take. I think he's, I think he's, in a couple of years, people will be, you know, if Leeds don't go up, we'll be losing him for, for big money to a Prem team. Well, that's all very positive then. Uh, Martin, I'm guessing you're on the same. Yeah, pretty much echoing all the things that Dan and Adam have just said. He's really primed for a breakout season. He's just got nearly every skill set you'd want from a central midfielder. Um, I haven't seen too much from his range of passing to really ping those long balls, but the rest of the things that you, you want in a central midfielder, he's got it. Um, he's, he's no slouch when it comes to a tackle. Uh, he can carry the ball really, really nicely. That's probably his, his best asset for me. And he's just, like Dan said, he's a big physical lad and he'll be able to stand up to the heat in the championship, in my, in my opinion. And yeah, he could easily be a big player for us if we give him the opportunity to shine. Yep. I'm a keeper as well on that one. I haven't really got anything else to say, so I will move on to uh, Lewis Bate, who was out on loan for, I think, last season, this season. 
it's still that was that weird bit in it. Um, so <laughs> I'll come to Adam first on bait. Yeah, I'd also like him to stay and get some good minutes here, and that's why I think you only if you're playing a double pivot, I think you only need two starting central midfielders to come in. You keep Forshaw, you keep Jibe, and you keep Bait, and there's enough game time to be spread around all of these guys and to give Bait and Jibe a real go. It's, it is a shame with the noises from Phil that Bait might go, but I'm hoping this is one that he might be wrong on because he was, particularly in the second half of last season with Oxford, before he broke a bone in his hand and had to stop playing, um, he was particularly good and he was really starting to hold his own at a, a good League One level and there's no reason why at his age he couldn't kick on. The main other thing that, that I want to keep him for is the fact that he is so technically sound. Like His his main thing is that he's fairly press resistant and he's got a really good range of passing and if we do have the right coach that might play a bit of football, he's definitely someone who you could see a big upside from. Same as JB really, like they're kind of in the same boat in that sense. It's just I think JB's a bit more impressive physically, which is why he might be just ahead of him in the pecking order, but there's definitely a place for both of these guys to get some decent game time next season and both of them could be breakout stars. Yeah, I was I was the same. I would keep him. I had him as like the backup to the two. Like, see, I, I, I worked this out. I was just playing a 4 2 three, one, which I've got no, but it might not yeah, be that. Same. But I had them as like the backup to the two, uh, the, 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 the two in the four two three one. 3 uh, one These two players. Yeah, I've, I've, I imagine, I think that... Phil Hay stuff, that was more like an opinion piece, wasn't it? More rather than what he was. It was saying. somewhere in the middle, I think. A bit like what we're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Martin, are you the same on bait? I am the same, yes. Um I would keep holding him and give him some good backup minutes alongside JB. Uh, they've got a but that can work well together, I think. They can love two as a pair. And you the same as well, Dan? Yeah, absolutely the same. I, yeah, really rate rate uh, bait. I think he needs a bit more work and maybe a little bit more care than JB, you know, but I'd be I'd be more careful about introducing him to the first team. But yeah, I think this ceiling is just as high. It's probably just one of those players that probably needs nurturing along a little bit more to get there. The only thing in my mind is if Leeds go and splurge some cash and buy three, four senior players, then perhaps we see a loan for him. But, you know, yeah. I don't necessarily see that. He's also in the last year of his contract, though, yeah. which is a bit of an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd like to see him given a go. But like, you, I mean, basically echo everything you said, Adam. Interesting you mentioned about managing his introduction to the first team when... A former manager just threw him in at home against Chelsea. But anyway. <laughs> uh, we went to that, didn't we? Did Me and you? Not the, not the home game. We went away, didn't we? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. That, that went a bit better than the home game. So that's, <laughs> uh, I remember that more positively. Um, next one then. So another uh, exciting player from the youth team um, is Archie Gray. I'll start with you again, Adam. I've got him down as a loan, and that's purely because I want to give more minutes to JB and Bate. My thinking here is that I think because he's been injured all season, there is a chance the club might keep him around in the 21s to just sort of impress, especially because they've been promoted and it's a slightly stronger level. But there's also a world where I think that the club might see this as a chance to give him a maybe a six-month loan, not a full season, and just see how he does. I don't know whether that will be at League 1 or League 2 level. Maybe you, you start at League 2 level and see if he really bosses it. And if he does, then you could step him up. But I think with the amount of players, he is so good and I really do think his ceiling is extremely high. But... With JB and Bate being just that bit older, I think the club might see it as a as a case of use those two a bit more and maybe loan Gray. But I also think all three could stay and Gray just doesn't really get a look in this season just yet. He's he's probably very close to getting that though. And I think that um I wouldn't be shocked if he does get some decent game time, especially because he could play maybe a more attack minded role than either of the other two and, and probably flourish there as well. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to see. But I, I I'm I'm leaning towards the club might think a six month loan is better than playing him in the under twenty ones for for the rest of the season. 
I have the exact same thoughts on Gray. Um, it'd be nice if he goes to loan on League Two because he can play for Stockport, which would be nice for me. I was me. literally thinking them. Yeah. That's a good end, high end League Two team. Yeah. Yeah. That or not, I'm sure we'd all be very happy about. Dan, your thoughts on Gray? I, I, I've gone down as a keep here, and it's pretty much similar logic to Montero in that the team are stepping up and they might want just a couple of um, real strong players to Stars. stay around. Yeah, yeah, just to help that team settle in that division. To be honest, I think he'd be the absolute cock in that division. I think he'd, 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 he'd romp it. So I wonder if that might be really good for him for six months. And perhaps, you never know, he's one of these players that might you know, go on a really steep um, development curve and, and push his way past Greenwood and you know maybe even Aronson in the pecking order. It wouldn't be a massive shock, would it? I mean, he's obviously a better player than both of those two long-term. Why not? Why not have an accelerated um, advancement this year? But yeah, I'd keep him on. I'd keep him and play him the twenty ones, and then I guess revisit in uh, around Christmas time and perhaps a six month loan from then if it's looking too easy for him. Yeah, sounds good to me. I, I like that idea as well, uh, Martin. Keep Gray. I'm. I'd, it's, I think it's very rare that a player is loaned out when they're this young. I mean, he's he's only just turned seventeen um, a few months ago. So I, I don't think he'll he'll be loaned out. I think he'll be kept in house. He's still quite raw, and as good as he does look, if the under twenty ones, I do still think he has got some some developing to do. I'm, I'm also saying that he's not going to be a great player. I do think he's got a very high level, high ceiling, and I think if he's likely to play in the first team, I'd like to see more playing towards the attacking midfield side rather than. As a, as a PR central midfielder, if we do play a four-two-three-one, um, get him in and around the box, get him dribbling out defence. I think he's he's got that sort of skill set, and uh, I think that we'll end up keeping him. So those those will be the free youth players who we use around the first team for the central midfield and attacking midfield spots. It's a real shame with Gray. Just one last thing on him that he was injured for so much of last season because I think if he'd played a full season with the twenty ones and we'd been relegated like we had, then you'd now be looking at a case where you might be saying. He could even be above Bait and Jibe in our thoughts, but because he was injured for all of last season with two separate injuries, he only played like five to ten games or something like that. He's just not had the the sort of like steep development curve that Dan was talking about. Um, and maybe we'll get that next season instead, like he said. But it's, it is annoying that he was injured at, a, at kind of the wrong time for us. <laughs> for the under 21s final, I went, I went to that and when they played Forest and Leeds played the 4 3 3. Um, JB played the six. And um, Gray played the most advanced eight, if you like, on the on the left of the three, I think it was, if memory served. And, and he absolutely steamrolled that game. Him and JB just absolutely, it was ridiculous. And it was just so, so good. And it just kind of made me think, yeah, this kid's this kid's way too good for 21s. Or, yeah, he's sure, always yeah. oh, very soon to be too good for 21s football. So, you know, use use that for the, the first time up. But I think we'll be, we'll be having a different conversation fairly quickly, I think, about him. I, I'll run through the last three less in favour centre mids um, yeah. a bit quicker because I don't feel there's a lot to discuss on. So there's uh, Alfred McCarwant, Jamie Shack, and Jack Jenkins. Martin, what do you think happens with these three? I think Shackleton will probably be sold. I'd imagine he'll have interest in uh, across the um, championship. Um, Jenkins, probably the same, maybe alone. Um, McCarwant, apparently he's on quite high wages. Um, so I think he could be the only one out of the three which maybe we struggle to sell and we may end up releasing him at the end of his contract rather than selling him. Um, but potential for a loan if anyone wants to pick up his wages. Uh, Dan? Yeah, pretty much. I had McCallum as a loan for the reason Martin just gave. Um, I mean, his level is probably... He's a real good League 2 player, maybe a good solid League 1 player. Um, but, but academy kids are more than those players, I think. So... Um, so there's a good chance he gets loaned rather than, than sold. And yeah, I think Shackleton and Jenkins get moves. We'll possibly get a reasonable fee for Shackleton, million and a half, two mil, maybe. 
you the same, Adam? I'm sell for all three. They've all got one year left of the contract. I, I do think I, I echo what they're saying about McCalmont because he is on quite a high wage apparently, but the other two surely just get sold at this point. And it's a bit of a shame with Shaq because there were some good signs early on, but he didn't really kick on at Millwall. He had a, an okay season, but nothing special. And I imagine like a, either a really good League One team or just some sort of middling championship team probably buys him um, and, and plays him a lot more than he has been able to in uh, the last few years. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. On, um, I had all three as sell, mainly just because they had a year left. I didn't realise that McCallum was on the higher wages and the, the idea of loaning him probably sounds more realistic now that you've said it. Uh, but we will move on to the more attacking midfielders and wingers now. So the there's quite a bit more stacked in the senior areas for this one. So I'll go back to listing them all out. So there's Brendan Aronson, Jack Harrison, Willie Nonto, Luis Nistera, Crescencio Somerville, Dan James, and Helder Costa. I'll come to you first, Dan. So in terms of Aronson, I've got keep here. Now, now there's been a bit of talk about there's interest in him. My, my worry is with him that, that we've paid quite a big fee for him and we won't get off as big enough to make it worth selling him. And, you know, the, the, might, the, the, might, the club might think, oh, we'll keep hold of him and try and get his value back up so we can sell him for a, a book profit and down the line. That's my only, that's my only thought. And, and, and I also wonder if some of the people at the club might think the dropping level might help kickstart his career a little bit. You know, he's not, I know he frustrates a lot of us and we, none of us think he's, he's a wonderful player, but there is something there. So perhaps there's there's a thought that we keep him and try and, try and build him back up again. So that's the only thing and there. I think in terms of going down the list, Harrison, I think he's a sell. I think he's an obvious he's an obvious guy to raise revenue with. I think we get, we get a good fee, something in the order of 20 million for him, perhaps. Nonto, I've got to keep. I mean, there's a market for Nonto, but I just I wonder he's on a long contract. I don't think his wages are massive, relatively speaking. So I think we can we can play hardball with him. And I wonder if we play hardball well enough, we get to keep him. And but you know that's wishful thinking from me, probably a little bit as well. Someone suggested Sinistera might go on loan, but with a view to getting him back if we go up in a year's time. That kind of rang true for me. That kind of seemed pretty sensible. I thought, yeah, that makes sense to me. So I've got loan, but to keep or well, loan to bring back on Sinistera. Um, I just can't see him playing the championship. I'd love him to because he's, he's brill, but <laughs> it'd be really fun watching him destroy championship fullbacks. But no. And Somerville, I think he's um, he's probably a sell, isn't it? There's just a lot of noise around him at the moment. It just it just seems like a sell, which is really sad because I love Somerville and I really want to see him stay. And, and I think he'd, again, absolutely rip the champ. So those are the kind of main guys I've got a view on. Uh, what about Dan James and Helder Costa? Oh. Oh yeah, I wanted to forget Dan. James. They're easy to forget. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dan James, Dan, yeah, Dan James stays and just becomes a kind of uh, third, fourth option on the wing. I would think. Uh, and Costa, I think we've got a deal already, haven't we? I'm sure last year when it was announced, loan with you to buy next year, but I'm not certain on that. So I think I think Costa goes. He's got a year left, I think, on his deal. I think we'll just take what we can get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Martin, what are your thoughts on these lot? Aronson, I think he will probably end up being sold. I think there's quite a lot of talk uh, about him moving. And I think that could come to fruition. Um, we'll take a bit of a bath on what we paid for him. And yeah, I think he will probably see himself as higher than champ- than championship. And possibly, I, th- I think Bundesliga could be a good move for him. I think he'd probably do a lot better in, the, in that, that kind of league. Um, he, even though he's not underwhelmed for us, for, from an, an out-of-possession viewpoint, that's quite valuable to coaches. And I do still think that he'll probably will still have some some admirers just for that, really. So yeah, I think he'll be sold. Harrison, uh, he'll probably be sold. I don't want him to be because he's going to be the one who I'm going to mourn the most from going. I really love the guy. Um, he's just been great for us 
as pe- people say, it's been inconsistent. But if you look at his figures for goals and assists across the years that we've been in the Premier League, he's been consistent. He's always been a guy who can pull things out when we most need it. And I don't want him to go, but yeah, there's definitely a market for him. He's still quite young. He's English, I guess. I think he can. I think he counts as English, although. Yeah, <laughs> he is, he is. But there's there's weird rules about about homegrown players, and I'm not sure if if football managers anything to go off. But he doesn't count as a homegrown player on Football Manager. Yeah, so was he in the states or the college system? Yeah, or something he was like in that? the he was, yeah. in, he was in the states during his his um, youth time. So I don't. I'm not sure if he even counts as as homegrown. But that's just madness, really. But yeah, um, not moving on to Nonto. Uh, I think we'll probably just end up keeping him. Um, like Dan mentioned, he's, he should be on quite low wages. Although there will be clubs who will be interested in him, we can definitely play play hardball on him. And I'm not sure if there'll be clubs who will want to sp- splash thirty million on him. Possibly, who knows? But I think we end up keeping him. Uh, Sinisera, I think he'll be loaned out. Hopefully, to, hopefully to return when we get back to the Premier League. But there is a scenario where a club won't just loan him and want an option as well in there. So who knows? He could end up loaning and being sold. As long as we get a decent fee on that, that's okay. Somerville, I think we end up keeping him, um, but it's also quite possible that he does get sold. Um, but we, I think he would probably see himself doing quite well in Championship, and he'd probably be guaranteed quite a lot of game time. So if he was given those guarantees that he was going to be the man to light up the Championship, there's been lots of players who have done very well in Championship and got big moves off the back of those. So I think he could be one who maybe could see himself doing that. But there is also a lot of interest in him, so we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Dan James, as much as it woes me to say, we will probably end up keeping him. Maybe um, some bottom end Premier League side might, may take a punt on him. Um, but even though we do keep him, he probably will be something of an asset. Pacing the championship is quite deadly, as much as we don't want to admit it. <laughs> Limited players like that can do reasonably well in championship. So that's what probably attracted us to him in the first place, was how good he was in the championship. So yeah, he'll probably end up staying. And Costa, I think, will probably end up getting sold. I think there's an option in, the, in his loan to Al Hilal. Is that where he's at? Or some other side of the I can't remember which one it is. But yeah, I think he ends up getting sold. Adam, what are you? What are your thoughts? I've kind of got quite a few pairs here, so I'm not going to weird okay, order. Yeah. Um, I, I think Harrison gets sold um, almost certainly. 20, 25 million, something like that. Um, don't think he has a release clause in his contract, but... That's quite interesting, but I do think he goes, which is obviously probably one of the hardest to take in our entire squad, I think. I mean, I'm going to be really sad when that happens because I know he can be sort of a maligning figure in the fan base, um, but at the end of the day, he's contributed pretty well to Premier League, um, good age, and yeah, it's a shame. Uh, really, really like him. Uh, Sinistera, I think if he'd not been injured the way he had, I think his talent level is such that we'd probably be selling him, maybe even for a profit if he'd been fit and... In a way, it might have been good for us that he's been injured because I think I agree with the other two. I think he's probably going to get loaned and then we might get him back next season. That is some of the noise at the moment, so we'll see on that, but hopefully that does happen. Um, I think we'll sell Costa. There's too much need to be said there. He's in the last year of his contract. James and Aronson's the first pair I will come to because I think basically there's a space for one of these guys. Um, with Aronson, you've got a guy who can play a few different roles behind the strikers. You can play him in attacking midfield, on the wing, central midfield, maybe in a three. Um, a lot of you know pressing and hard work in there. James maybe not as versatile, mostly just on the wings. I know he's played up front, but I wouldn't class him as that. Um, 
but he's obviously quite a pressy boy himself. Like he, he gets about the pitch like that. The problem is I don't I don't want to see a starting lineup with both of those in it because I, I think there's issues there with breaking teams down. Um, I think you can only really afford to have one. And in my head, I'm thinking maybe keep Aronson and maybe James either get sold or loaned to a Prem team towards the bottom end of the division. Um, the other thing that's coming to my thinking with that is that the noises last summer when he left were that he was really not happy with the way the club had treated him. And I know there's different people at the club now and different managers and things like that. And there is a place for him probably in the squad in the championship. Um, but maybe he's just sick of being here at this point and, and does just leave. So who knows? Um, I think with him, it would be expensive to have, and Aronson to be honest, either of those on our bench as a, a 20, 25 million player, but I just can't because that's what we pay for them both. I'm not saying they are that, but they were paid that much for them. Um, but I just, I don't see a team being able to to give us enough money back for them, really, that's going to make it worthwhile. So maybe it is a loan for one of them and, and keep the other or something like that. Um, I'm, I'm in two minds about it, as you can see. And then the last pairing is Nanto and Somerville. I basically think you keep one and you sell one. Um, uh, right now, I think going into the summer, I probably would have said Nanto probably had more chance of leaving and, and Somerville staying. But right now, as as it stands, I actually think it's probably um, a case that Somerville sold. There's a lot of noise around him. There's a lot of clubs in for him. I think Palace, Bournemouth, Villa, uh, Dortmund, Leipzig, they've all been linked with him. And then PSV, we've we've knocked back a uh, sorry, we've knocked back a bid. So um, he's probably the more likely of the two. And then we play hardball with Nanto. Um, I'd love to keep them both, but I that's my head telling me that uh, my heart's telling me that, not my head. And my head says that basically one goes, one stays, and it's probably more likely to be Nanto. Um, I think that's everyone. Yeah. Um, so I'm basically saying keep one of Nonto or Somerville, keep one of Aronson or James, the other one probably gets loaned, sell Costa, loan Sinistera and sell Harrison. And Harrison's the one you make quite a bit of money on and, and probably helps us this summer in terms of uh, PNS and stuff like that. You need to be uh, within compliances of that as well. So that's important. Yep. So Harrison, I'm in agreement with the rest of you on. I think he gets sold for decent money and I, I will also be sad to see him go. I've grown to really love Harrison. Uh, Sinistero also in agreement that I think the noises are that we will loan to try and keep him if we get promoted, which I would also be on board with. Costa, obvious sell, uh, not more needs to be said. So if I'm using Adam's pairs, I think we keep James. And I'm, with Aronson, I've actually gone on like a loan, but I don't know what the intention of the loan would be. So I don't know if the intention might be to like loan him to somewhere to get minutes and maybe either like improve him physically, improve his confidence and then maybe he can come back and contribute or he gets minutes and that club like him and then we make a bit more profit than we probably would do at the moment on him. So that one, it's a bit of a punt but I think I can see it working in a few possible ways in everyone's favour really. So yeah, I think we keep James as just like a, a backup winger, someone pacey to bring on which I, I don't really like as a tactic in the Premier League, but it might be something that's effective in the Championship. And then the other two, so there's Nonto and Somerville. I've gone that we Somerville is the one that we play hardball on, and we try, we keep him despite the interest that maybe we don't. The clubs don't go to the figure. They think they, think they can get him at the, the cheaper figure, and maybe we can sort of like bat off those bids because we're wanting the higher number than what's been what's been talked about in um, in the rumours at the moment. And Nonto is another one that I've gone for a bit of a punt on. I think we loan him similar sort of thing. Maybe we either loan him to bring him back, like we do with Sinistera, or we loan him and perhaps um, we can get more money for him next summer. But if I was, I, was that's that or or sell. I, I I don't personally see Nonto being here next year. But uh, yeah, so quite a lot of different opinions on that one. I guess Aronson, no one really has a clue what's going on with that one. 
Um, Nonto, you you all suggested to keep, but I guess a lot of you were saying that perhaps more out of hope than maybe think of that. But that I think we keep one of Nonto. Or yeah, I, I think I think you can promise them that they're going to play every game basically as a starter, and I think at their age it is important. I know that Nonto is an Italian international, but I still think you can sell that to him and say. Please just stay and, and be our starting left winger. You're going to be amazing for us next season. The same with some of Villa. Nonto then decides to leave, and I, I do think one of them at least can be kept. That's, that's what I'm saying. I just don't yeah. know which. Well, yeah, on that note, yeah, some of Villa we were just a bit unsure on as well, but I guess that's on the similar lines as Nonto. Um, I'll go on to the sort of younger attacking midfielders and wingers. So there's only two of these. Uh, so there's Ian Pervader and Sonny Perkins. Dan, what are your thoughts on these two? Well, I think Pervader goes. I mean, the only thing is with Pervader, a bit like McCalmont, I think he's on fairly good wages, so that I might mean it's a loan rather than a sale, but I think he goes one way or the other. Um, on Perkins, I kind of want to talk about Perkins paired with Gelhart here um, a little bit. So the, the kind of reason I'm doing that is that the different style players, but they kind of occupy different similar spaces in the field. So, you know, both kind of suit being a second striker. Perkins played loads on the right-hand side, cutting in on his left foot. I think that's something Gelhart could... We've not seen Gelhart do that, but I think Gelhart could do that as a kind of a narrow, wide forward. Um, if that's such a thing. Um, and then... I mean, long term, I think Perkins has got the physical attributes possibly to make it as a nine. You know, he's a big, strong boy. He's, you know, he's probably over six foot. He's quite stocky. I'm not sure Gelhart ever will be that player. Um, however, I think Gelhart is better at the kind of breaking down low blocks and, and that kind of stuff, which might be really useful for us next season. So overall, I'm a little bit higher on Perkins long term. But I think Gelhart might be more useful now. And I think they would get in each other's way if they were both in the squad. So my thinking is... And this is purely me working this out. I think we should loan Perkins, get some experience out there and use Gelhart this year. But I think there's a serious decision to make on one of these two guys to be our guy long-term um, and uh, maybe next summer. So that's my kind of long-term thinking with those two. Uh, my gut feeling is that long-term Perkins make it, makes it and Gelhart doesn't, but we'll see. Perveda, probably probably sell if we can find someone to take his wages. Um, Perkins, uh, I think he could probably do with a loan now. Um, he's, he was probably quite high highly favoured um, and he, he probably saw himself getting more minutes than what he's ended up getting um, after he moved from West Ham so I think he will want to get more minutes in him so I think he will be alone I think Pervade the same thing as those two I think it's either a sale or it's loan he's got one year left in his deal so he'd be gone by the end of that Perkins I've got down as a keep but I have him with a different pair so <laughs> I essentially think I'd rather keep him out of him and Joseph because he can play more roles and I think Matteo Joseph maybe we loan him um, I'll come down. I'll come back to that later on, maybe. But um, I think what you said earlier, Dan, about like having a couple of stars at least in the in the twenty threes. I think maybe you keep Perkins to be that, but then you do give him minutes off the bench in the championship, and I think he can definitely contribute. I think I'm I am pretty high on him, and the reason I I say this as well is because he can play basically as a striker, second striker, or as a right winger, and I think that 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 is really really important, and could be a he could be a big like development curve guy over the course of the season. And if he's absolutely killing the 21s again, as he did this season, he could be really like punching his way into that first team in terms of coming off the bench, making an impact. I was uh, pretty much the same as you on this one, Adam. So yeah, self Vader. I would keep Perkins because I, um, just to sort of go ahead again, like the rest of you, I would also keep Gels out. I think there's enough, I think I see enough chance for both of them to get minutes. Um, and I actually loaned Joseph just on the linked point with that one. Um, we've got out covered a lot there. So is that is that everything on the attacking midfielders and wingers? Anything else anyone wants to say before we move on to the strikers? The only thing I would add is that I think this all. I think this is the messiest area in terms of what 
happens in terms of who stays. So it's kind of the most difficult to decide who comes in um, on top of these guys. Like we might not actually need loads of signings in this area. Might just need maybe like one, possibly two, um, depending on who stays and goes. Because I think there's a lot of bodies that can play different roles. And even when we go into the strikers now, there's a couple of them that could play in these deeper roles as well. So that there's just a lot of options and I'm not sure what happens. It's probably the mo- area I'm most unclear about in terms of like longer term later in the window, whether we're going to actually improve in that area. Yeah, this is one thing I really hope that uh, a fresh director of football comes in with a clear view on, because I think, like you say, we've got a lot of guys that are kind of wingers, second strikers, you know, Somerville, Rutter, um, <laughs> Gelhart, Perkins, Joseph, they can all, they're all kind of roughly in that forward line, aren't they, in, in various ways. And I think there's just too many of them. And and I think it might, you, you, you run the risk of kind of, with having so many of these good players that you don't give enough minutes to one of them to really develop. So I think we have to make some, some hard choices fairly soon. So I hope a, a smart director of football comes in and realises that. And over the next six months, you realises which ones we're we really going to go out and really kind of put our, you know, put our money on, be that Perkins or Gelhart or, or, or Rutter, whoever. Yeah. Good stuff. Right. Finally, we come to the strikers. So there are four more. Si- this is a tough one because I think there's a lot of players around, like that you could class, maybe class them all as first team. But the ones I've gone for down as first team strikers are Bamford, Rodrigo, Jorginho Rutter, and Tyler Roberts. Martin, I don't think I've actually sat with you for a while, so apologies. But do you want to go first on this one? That's okay. And there it was. You haven't heard from you in a while there. <laughs> no. Um, no. Only we'll special go. people get that one. Oh, I'm not. I'm not special. I'm going to cry now. Thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, the players there, Bamford, I think will keep, and because Man Cloud, I don't think he'll have too many offers. He'll be on pretty high, pretty high wages, and I think we'll probably want to keep him since we'll be definitely selling Rodrigo, considering how low his release clause looks to be. So Rodrigo will be sold. Um, Jorginho Ruta, I think we will keep him. Um, at least I want to keep him anyway. I, I think he re- really could be something special in the championship. Either playing as a striker or, or playing on, on the right-hand side as a winger. Um, he's got everything to, to tear apart the championship, in my opinion. And I know we haven't really seen that so far. With his performances, we haven't had really much of a chance to impress at Leeds. But from what I saw when I watched him for uh, Hoffenheim, um, he he was fantastic there. I really liked watching there, and if we, if we can see that from him, he quite easily could score a lot of goals and get a lot of assists in the league. And then on Roberts, I think he'll probably be sold. Um, I think he'll probably have someone in the Championship who will look to sign him probably quite cheaply. And yeah, um, I agree about Bamford. I basically think that his stock, his injury records, and the fact he's on still decent waging with the uh, the cuts that we get when we go into the championship means that I just don't see anyone taking him off our hands. And I think we're basically going to be stuck with him. I, I really hope that he can stay fit and contribute in some way um, because I still think there is a player in there. Um, I, I truly believe that. And I know a lot of fans don't like to hear it, but it's just how I feel. But yeah, he's turning 30 this summer at some point and then he's also you know got like three years on his deal and a decent way so he's, he's going to be with us I think uh, Rodrigo sell pretty obvious he's got a very low release called about three million three and a half million something like that um, he almost certainly goes uh, Jorginho Ruta um, I would keep um, I am putting a lot of my eggs into his basket this season I basically think he could be a very key player because mainly how versatile he is I don't know whether the 
the manager will want to sort of hone him in one position or is going to basically just move him around and just say, you know what, you're so talented that you can play all these roles and it's good um, because he can play as a secondary striker, he can play as a winger. I think in the in the Premier League, I was more worried about him as a lone striker, but in the Championship, I'd be more up for that. Um, I think he could develop a little bit better in a team that's probably dominating the ball more and, and probably learn that role. Um, you can play him off either side as well. You can play him on the left wing or the right wing. He's toe two footed. And I, I just think there's a huge like place for him in the squad as a starter of some description, which is why it's a bit confusing when we were talking about the wide players, because he, he is one of those as well as a striker. He's kind of seen as like everything for me. Um, Tyler Roberts is going to be sold probably. I, I don't know what his wages are like, but he is in the last year of his deal. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, and and I think even though there are other players that can play as forwards and strikers, that those, I think that we might only need one striker to come in. Um, we might not even need one if if we're happy with what we've got in terms of the younger, the uh, younger guys as well. So we'll have to see. Uh, Dan, what are your thoughts on these lot? Yeah, so, well, Bamford, Rodrigo, the same. Uh, yeah, I just don't see a market for him, and I see him stay, staying and and hopefully keep him fit, and you know, as part of the rotation, maybe. Maybe we get a 25-game season out of him, perhaps. Maybe. Who knows? That'd be good. Um, Rodrigo, yeah, seems to be going. I mean, we've seen the the, the 3.5 million fee. Did we believe that story on, on Rodrigo that we caused? I don't know. I, I wrote it. Oh, well, did you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I, I made it up, I it's, it's, not, it's not true. He's just been getting clicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wondered about that one. But yeah, I think he goes anyway. Whatever, whatever. Um, Ruta, now, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about him. I... I've, I've got a feeling that he might make it as a lone nine or he has the, the if someone's patient enough to, to, to work at it with him, he could be a lone nine um, you know, in a front three or in a four, two, three, one or something. I mean, I watched him, I keep going back to the 21s. He played a low, he played a game as the nine and, and he really dominated the centre-backs. That's not saying much. It's just, you know, it's 21s football. But what I liked about him was he was making the right, the kind of moves you'd expect to see a nine making, the kind of runs in behind, the kind of dropping in deep battling with the centre-backs. He was doing number nine type things and doing it easily because it was a level too low for him. But then he came in against Spurs and I think he kind of won a few aerial drills and he and put himself about physically. Uh, I think people have concerns about his physicality and I, I actually think he's, he's he's quite a physical boy. I think he might he might be okay in the championship doing that kind of hold-up, battling centre-half type stuff. It's, so It's definitely a better place for him to learn, yeah. isn't it, than the Premier yeah. League? 100%. Yeah, I mean, he might... He might have the inclination to drop deep and get involved and build up too much for a nine, and that might be the thing that holds him back. So he might be better suited to being an inside forward who can do that. But anyway, I'm, I'm quite high on Rutter like you. I, you know, I think he's a real, real good fun player. You know, especially if we're to play quite a tight front three, I think he'd be great in that, just rotating around in different positions and you know playing centrally or off the sides. Um, so yeah, I'm really high on him, and I hope he stays. And yeah, Roberts goes one way or the other. I'll, I wonder if um, clubs won't want to kind of risk signing him up to a long deal, so it might be a loan for him, just because from that, you know, from a, another club's risk risk averse perspective, they might think, well, if we loan him, if it doesn't work, then we're not stuck with him. So that's the only thing. Yep, yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement with the rest of you. So I would keep Bamford, but I wouldn't want to be reliant on him. I'd, I'd personally have him as like a backup and sign a new striker to play there. I think Rodrigo goes. I think there's too much noise about that, and it's probably right for him. Right, right, probably even right for the club um, regarding his wages. Ruta, I also would love him to to stay to start and do really well in the championship. Can only echo what you guys have said. And then Roberts, yeah, I think we, I think we sell him. I can't I can't see a way back in for him here, and I think a championship club takes him. So there are two other players that we've kind of touched on already. So I think it's only Martin. I don't think we've heard from you on these two. So what would you do with Matteo Joseph and Joe Geldhart? Joseph, um. 
I think alone will be good for him. I think he's already proven that he can handle the under-21 league quite easily. He scored a bundle of goals last year, and he looks like to be a decent centre-forward, but he needs to get a proper test, see how he does it. Does in League One. I think that'd be that'd be a good good league for him to get a loan to. And Skelhart, um, I, I, I was undecided on Skelhart. It was a tough one for me because we see, we've all seen the sort of player that he can be in some moments at Leeds. He has that spark sometimes, but it's just we haven't seen for quite a while. And I think maybe he needs more time to, to develop to get that ready to get that spark 100% there and I think it, I don't think he'll get enough game time to develop enough if, if, if you know what I mean that that he'll be worth keep, keeping around because it won't be beneficial for him um, because he's not really too young compared to some of the other players who are around that that sort of area so I, th- I think we might end up loading him out and see how, how he gets on with a hopefully a loan which will suit him better and because I think the loan there it since who was it who got injured? That's it. Ross Stewart. Ross Stewart got injured, so he wasn't able to play alongside another another striker because that's really where he's best at. And a lot of club was going to try try him as a, a right sided winger, which doesn't seem like anyone's going to because even we haven't tried that. So no one's probably seen that that could be a good role for him. But if someone does see that for him and is wanting to give him a go as a right sided winger, that could be really good. Dan, well. you've kind of said already when you talked about Perkins what you, your thoughts were on these two players, but do you want to just remind us what you said? Yeah, so I, I think I'd keep Gellhart um, and let Perkins go and, you know, maybe League One for Perkins perhaps. Um, so I keep Gellhart around because I think we're going to be up against low blocks, particularly at home, Ellen Road. And I think Gellhart's pretty good in that situation and I wonder how much he he had that situation at Sunderland last year. So I think maybe the situation for Leeds might be better for him and he'll probably be playing off a striker at Leeds, you know, be that be that Bamford or, or with Rutero or with another forward, hopefully we bring one in. Um so yeah, I think Galhart stays and, and perhaps does a bit better than he did last season. Although I don't think last season was a disaster. Um, where I'm varying from everybody else here is on Joseph. I've got Joseph to stay. Um, again, similar reason with Montero. Just we need we need someone you know a, a star at the 21 level just to help us settle in that division. And I think there's probably opportunities for him in the first team. I really like him. You know, maybe he gets a run out in the League Cup and that kind of stuff. Again, it could be one we relook at in January when half a season's up. If he's not getting the first team minutes and that 21 levels is too easy for him, then we loan him. Um, but yeah, I'm conscious that I don't want to gut that 21 team of the good players when they're stepping up a league league as well. And so I think Joseph could be that hybrid player, a bit of both teams this season. And then Adam, do you want to just remind us what you said as well? Um, yeah, I'm just the opposite of Dan with Perkins and Joseph, kind of the same thing. And like, I want to keep one of them and loan one, but I just want to loan Joseph. I want to send him to League Warden. I think there'll be plenty of teams would be interested in taking him, especially because he's now, his stock's even higher, not just because of the season he's had with the 21s, but because he's also started to play more regularly for the England youth setup as well. Um and I really, really like him. I think he does quite a lot of good centre forward things for his age. I think that he can definitely become a striker um, as a lone forward at some point in his career. Um, and Gelhart, I would definitely be keeping. And I would, in all honesty, right now, I would be very keen to make him a starting player next season. It might be too soon to say that, but I want to just see how he could do playing off a striker um, or off the right. I don't really mind which. Um, but I, I'm really high on him still, and I know the Sunderland wasn't perfect, but it is mainly down to Ross Stewart's injury and the fact that he couldn't play as a pairing with him. And I think that Sunderland might have even gone a bit better if they'd had that. Unfortunately, he has to do lone striker things, which he's not. He's not one of those players. He's not a single striker at all. Um, 
so yeah, I, I'm I really want to keep Gilhart around and and play him next season a decent amount, whether that's as a sub or, or like I say, I, I'd probably be tempted to give him a go from the start and see how he goes on. Yeah, I'm. I would also loan Joseph just because I, like I said earlier, I would have a striker coming in, Bamford backing him up, and then I think you've got players that can play there. So I think, um, but yeah, I think you also might be right, Dan, that it might be worth having him here just around the 21 so we don't cut that. And then Geldar, I'd definitely keep because I, I want a player in that we can potentially bring on to break down those low blocks that I think we'll definitely see. He's so good at drawing fouls as well, isn't he? So I think that, that could be huge as well. And and penalties and free kicks around the box. Maybe it depends on who we've got as manager for the free kick stuff, but he's definitely a useful player in that sense, and we definitely saw flashes of it when we were a Premier League team, so I think we'll see even more of that in the Championship if we play him in the right way. Yep, um, but I think we have managed to get through everyone there, which was quite the task, but we've done it, so well done, team. Um, I'm just going to say now what positions I've got us signing. I'm just going to list it. I'm not going to give... I think we've given our explanation. And if any of you have got any different ones, just, just shout. So I've got signing in a new goalkeeper, a new left-back, new right-centre-back, um, two new central midfielders, probably a more defensive one and then more of a Adam Forshaw mould one, um, a new, more attacking midfielder to help us break down defences. And then I've got us signing a striker. So a lot of players to come in. Has anyone got anything different? A little bit for me. I've got two goalkeepers, um, left-back, right-centre-back, uh, at least two central midfielders, but it depends what happens, I guess, with some of the other younger guys and for sure. And then it's the forward line when I'm where I'm most unsure. I think we're probably going to need maybe two forward players, but I don't know what they're going to be exactly yet. It might be one winger, one striker. It depends where we use players like Ruter as well and depends who stays. So I'm a little bit more confused in that area, but basically two forwards. Martin or Dan, have you got anything different to, to me or Adam? Um, I don't think no. I think that's pretty nailed on uh, goalkeeper or two left back right centre back two central midfielders one of those a more defensive one and one a more attack minded one uh, an attacking midfielder one who's a true creator someone who will create with the amount of talent we've got in, in the, rest of the rest of the pack going forward and a striker yeah pretty much the same I mean the, the only variation is that if depends on the manager doesn't it if we get Fark in I think Fark's very much a 4-2-3-1 guy so we probably want a specialist 10 or maybe a creative player to come off the sides to do kind of like the Buendia things that we saw at Norwich. Um, I think Brendan Rodgers is more flexible, so he might go with a 4-3-3. We might just want to get like another box-to-box to wait in who can create a bit. So I think there's slightly different profiles to look at depending on the manager in the midfield. I definitely think we need two, two centimetres, a defensive midfielder and a kind of a, yeah, a fairly good tidy ball playing eight that's good at getting the ball in, you know, picking the ball up in deeper areas, I guess, to pair with that defensive mid. But I think we all agree on that. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. You guys are all doing a, some sort of summer scouting in the next few weeks, uh, looking at a few of those positions, which players we like for the profiles, pro- hopefully once we have a manager in, so we know a bit more what to look at. Uh, but yeah, keep an eye out for those pods in the next few weeks because we will try our best to give you some good content there. So I will bring this to a close then. Uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully to discuss our new manager, or if not, we'll probably discuss the managers that are in um, in contention for the role talk about their tactics a bit and how we see them fitting in. But until then, I will say thank you to Martin. Thank you. Thank you to Adam. Thank you very much. thank you to Dan. Cheers, Tom. And thank you, everybody, to listen. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.